Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, that is us. Good evening, everybody. We're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Bernie Fratto, Arnie Spanier, in for the guys, Jason Smith and his best friend, Mike Harmon. How you doing tonight, my friend Bernie? Oh, let's go, stinking genius. Oh, wait, wait, that's Plank's line. I that's don't Plank's get, line. I, yeah, wait, I better be careful. I don't want to get yeah. sued for copyright infringement. I'm a don't big step Chris, on toes. Don't I'm, step I'm on a big toes. Chris Plank fan. If I you can easy, spell though. it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How was your Christmas? Did you have a good time or what? I had a, had a wonderful time, Arnie. Santa was uh, great to me. Uh, I got you know my usual carton of cigarettes, case of beer, and uh, we're good to go. You know, I always wonder, like, when you, when you live out there in Vegas, and people that don't, don't know, Bernie lives out there in Vegas. Like, first of all, did you get any sports gifts, or do you get any, like, gambling gifts? Like, does, does your wife just go, here's a G, let's go and spend it in the slot machine, or, or something like that? That would be negative. That would be negative. I, uh, those, those aren't gifts, in, in, in my view. Uh, no, I, uh, I, I get the same necessities I like every year. You become very pragmatic. Right, except I didn't get my Red Rider breeding gun like Ralphie because they tell me I put someone's eye out. But beyond that, no, pragmatism is what I look for in, in Christmas now. Things I can use, things I like, uh, things that produce results. Uh, I can't think of a game like someone give me a winner. You mean like I bet this game and this is a winner? Is that what you? Yeah, mean? or just you know, maybe, don't you guys get like horse tips and stuff like that? I come on, I know this uh, the underground of Vegas. You got your your uh, ear to the grindstone. We know what's going on. Yeah, but does not reserve for holidays though. <laughs> <laughs> if you want, if you, I'll tell you, I'll tell anybody, give anybody a tip. You really want a tip? Come to Vegas, wander around the casino. And just pick anybody random that you see and say, you know, Raiders, Colts, who do you like today? 
Oh, man, I love the Colts. Go bet the Raiders. Bet the opposite. <laughs> I, if it doesn't win, call this show, and uh, we'll, we'll talk you through it. It wins all the time. Go up to a stranger. Who do you like today? Uh, well, I like the Lions. Bet the Cowboys. Yeah. Guaranteed. Well, look, a lot of great games, lots to get to. I mean, you talk about the the holiday period supposed to be a, a dead period, not this time. There's so much going on. If you're listening, uh, we want you to go ahead and get through on Twitter. It's real simple. I always like to know where people are listening from, where you're listening, and how you're listening to us. So it's real simple to get a hold of us at Bernie Fratto. I'm at Stinking Genius One. So go ahead and use that often. We'll get to some tweets a little bit later on. Got some great guests lined up. We'll tell you about that later on. But for First, Bertie, I want to get right into Russell Wilson, my friend. Yeah. The news came down earlier today. They're going to go ahead and bench him the last two games. First thing I thought about is the David Carr situation, which exactly. is exactly what's going on here. He knew what was going on. He didn't want to go ahead and change anything in his contract, nor should he have changed anything. This is something that really didn't shock me. I thought earlier in the year that they were going to go ahead and make a move anyway when, when they weren't playing well, just because they picked it up a little bit. That's a lot of money that he's getting. They'll save a boatload of money. I'm actually surprised that he's going to be listed as the backup, to be honest with you. Um, I, I'm surprised they would risk him getting out there if something should happen to Stidham, who's going to go ahead and take on over. But Russell Wilson, there's two things. One, he will be gone. There's no doubt in my mind about that. Two, um, how much of a career does he have left? How many teams would want somebody like him? And how much of a pay cut would he have to take? That's the question that right now, Bernie. So a couple of things here. Yeah. I thought the same exact, I had the same knee-jerk reaction. Paging Derek Carr, we saw that here in, in Las Vegas last year. It turns out the Broncos, they're running a hedge fund instead of a football team <laughs> because as long as Wilson is gone before the fifth day of the 2024 season, they don't owe him that additional $37 million here. That's a lot and, of money. Uh, he's not going to play the last two games because he's got that guarantee for injury, which he refused to waive in the first place. And if he were to get injured and play, there's another $39 million coming off the books wow. for the Broncos. But what's, what's interesting is this answers one question, but it raises a couple of other ones, Arnie. The question it answers is that something we all suspected, that frankly, this shotgun marriage between Russell Wilson and Sean Payton was never going to be long for this world anyway. You can Exactly. Feel it, this book's missing a chapter somewhere. There's more to this, and we're going to try to find out. So that's the question it answers. We know now how this is going to end, and it doesn't end well for either side, frankly. Why? Because the second, the first question it raises is, because well, so Russell Wilson, it looks like he will depart a Bronco with an 11-19 and 19 record. Mm. Now, how will this trade be judged in the history of the NFL when they write the history books? Horrible. Absolutely horrible, yeah. Well, hell, they only gave up five draft picks for three <laughs> players. You know, they gave up Drew Locke, Noah Fant, and Shelby Harris. Meanwhile, they get a first-round pick in 2022, a second and fifth-round pick in 2022, a first-round pick in 2023, and a, a fifth-round pick in 2023. Other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play? Yeah, and so, then, by the guy, way, for, for a guy that Pete Carroll really didn't want to come on back anyway, you know? So this this looks like it's it will go down as one of those trades in infamy that'll backfire because he was signed to a five-year extension worth $242 million oh, before geez. the start of, of last year. Here's the kicker. Yeah. He really hasn't been that bad this year, if we're being honest. 26 touchdowns, eight interceptions. If you juxtapose that against, for instance, Patrick Mahomes' numbers, Mahomes is 25 and 13. 
Jordan Love, 27 and 11. Those guys aren't going anywhere. So something else is, is going on here uh, above and beyond. And I, I got a question, Ernie. Do you really think they would have done Sean Payton can say this is still about winning because Denver has a 7% chance of going to the playoffs. Right, Not right. buying it. Do you think they would have done this? Would they be making this move today if the Broncos had beaten New England last week? Um, I still think they may have made the move. I I don't know how much their percentage would have been there also, but I think they want to move on from him, and this whole season of them possibly making the playoffs has become a hindrance, not a good thing, to be honest to you. They still had a 41% chance or 45% chance of making the playoffs had they had beaten New England Christmas Eve night. Wow. I was on the air for that. It just Denver didn't look good in, in all three phases. So the question we answer here is we know how it ends for Russell Wilson. The question we ask is, what will history? How will history judge this trade? And I think you know where we're going with that. But the third thing is, is what is the future of Russell Wilson? Yeah, exactly. Does he end up somewhere uh, next year? Is there a market for Russell Wilson? And uh, look, it's, this isn't going to be easy for the Broncos. There's a massive eighty-five million dollar dead salary cap hit. Uh, try, again, try that in English. Salary cap hit if they cut him which is being reported they're going to do, and they're going to have to do, because if he's on the roster the fifth day of 2024, they owe him another $39 million. <clears throat> now, it can be spread out over two years if they don't release him until after June 1st. So this gets very dicey. And the question is, you know, if, if you're a football fan out there, if you're a French, do, are, are you interested in Russell Wilson? What is his future in the league as a potential starter or even a backup? I don't think there's going to be a, a, a great big bidding war for him, to be honest with you. I think what they're going to have to do is he's going to have to take a big pay cut. It's going to be a massive pay cut, and I don't even know if he's going to be able to get a starting job. He'll have to be a backup somewhere and hope um, you know, that his turn comes up. Maybe the team doesn't play well. There's an injury or some reason to put him into the game. He's going to have to wait for that. I don't think any team is going to say, you know what, we still have trust in you. We're going to build a team around Russell Wilson. I think his days are over uh, and he's made a lot of money but um he's got to go to a new phase of his career how do you feel if you're jared stidham you start the final two games for the raiders after they get rid of Derek carr but you knew that was a fagazi stidham wasn't going to come back here next year now you start the final two games and mop up duty for denver so I'm, i gotta think if you're a quarterback at somewhere in the nfl next year and jared stidham's behind you you better be looking over your shoulder before week 17 because because if past his prologue you might not be long for this world you think you think there's going to be a lot of teams going after him though bernie you think no a lot of teams, hell yeah. no how can, no, he's not only lost a yard off his fastball. The reason I said, Arnie, this, this story, this book's missing a chapter is for a simple reason. I'm smelling that there's something else going around in the locker room or among uh, the players or coaches or something. They just don't like the cut of his jib. Whatever the case may be, something's missing some here, something here because his numbers were not horrible this year. And uh, he had a 98 QB rating. He... Completed 67% of his passes. Now, I'm not defending him, and I'm not taking sides. But when you analyze these things, you kind of have to do it from a panoramic view. You have to take the you know, the good, the bad, everything. And do you really think Jared Stidham is an upgrade? 
No, Even not at all. That's, exactly. That's so what are we talking about here? Well, what's, yeah, yeah. What are we really talking about? Where does Sean Payton, the, the, what about his responsibility and what's going on this year? Well, this is on him. I mean, they, they gave him the keys to the car. They gave him a boatload of money, and he inherited Russell Wilson, but he agreed to it. Remember, he agreed to it. I think on some level he tried to make it work. But the body language, if you, you know, look, it's against a lot of practice psychology without a license, even though we do it on the radio all the time. You saw many games on the sidelines this year. Sean Payton, he looked very nonplussed as he was dealing with Russell Wilson. And then they had that shouting match last week where he was getting on him. That, to me, was a big nothing. High school coaches do that. That happens. It happened to be on camera. So what? But I think it was almost misplaced anger. He's so upset at everything else and why the season went down the toilet after giving his Nathaniel Hackett pregame Newt Rockney speech back in <laughs> August. It just, it's been a bad look for Sean Payton, who's a proud man. He's got a successful NFL coaching career, very coveted, winning record, Bill Parcells' disciple. He's looked like a drunk crossing an icy street this year. None of this has looked good. You think Bronco fans are happy today or happy right now with what's going on? I think they're they- confused. I think they're very confused because they no, don't know I what the future is. No, I think they is. are happy. I think they're like, okay, let's move on from Russell are Wilson. They? Well, maybe it's not in the short but term, you, but in the long term it will be. Maybe, theoretically, I guess, but the, ideologically maybe. But here's the situation. You don't know what your succession plan is. What's your succession plan? Well, you, you got a lot in the draft. You're not going to get uh, Williams or, or May. That's not going to happen unless somehow you trade on up. So I don't, I don't see that as a possibility. Or, yeah. or uh, maybe uh, Fields uh, from, uh, from Chicago is a possibility. He's not going to do any better. He said 37 starts in this league. I like Justin Fields. He runs. He's smart. He is a hard worker. He's a fabulous leader. He can do everything except operate from the pocket, which happens to be the most important thing in the NFL. You play the position with your eyes. You receive the ball, make pre-snap reads, match them up with your post-snap reads. you got to execute within two seconds. He takes way too long to get rid of the ball. He's not accurate. Other than that, how was the play again, Mrs. Lincoln? Justin Fields isn't going to help Denver. What about that somebody be- like Cousins? Is Minnesota going to want Cousins uh, back? Well, they're, they're, well, well, there's a money issue there. I would say the short answer is yes. They would want Kirk Cousins back, but... What about Washington? Uh, Maybe Washington's looking for a quarterback. Atlanta might be looking for a quarterback. All of these possibilities are going to be part of the conversation, depending on where these seasons end up this year. Do you know if Ron Rivera is going to be back in Washington? That will change the dynamic. You know, they got a young quarterback who's not that bad that deserves a chance, right? And he's showing some flashes. But let's go back to what you said in the beginning, too, as, yeah. as, as far as moving up in the draft. I don't really see how you get that excited about a rookie coming in and this man's NFL where you got to produce – this quickly, you know, we all, we, how excited were they to get Trey Lance? How'd that work out? It's not worked out with Justin Fields. Don't I don't want to hear any bleeding hearts out there. It's not worked out with him. Okay, they're, they don't win football games. They're, they're finishing up down the stretch when there's no pressure and all that kind of stuff. No, I, I don't think he's a major league quarterback at this point. He's got a spot in the league somewhere, but you're not going to go to Denver and turn them around. You're not going to go to Atlanta or, or Washington and turn. And Atlanta's in the playoff hunt for crying out loud. Right, right. And they're still well, working on Desmond yeah. Ritter. So, I, so you're, you're not feeling bad for Russell Wilson, though, are you? He's had a pretty good career, obviously. No, I mean, he's been to two Super Bowls, won one. He's made, what, over $250 million in his career, right? No, I don't I don't feel sorry for him. There's no reason to feel sorry for him. He had his chance. He had his day in the sun. He's been in the league a decade. And uh, nothing lasts forever, man. Do I, do, is he a Hall of Famer? I mean, if, he's going to get think? Hall of Fame votes. I think he's going to get Hall of Fame votes. Uh, I, I think he's one of those borderline guys, but he has been to two Super Bowls and won one. 
And I think, you know, initially when he got to Seattle, uh, he he certainly did his job. It, it, you know, remember when Matt Flynn had lit up the Lions in one game in week 17 or 16 back in, I think, 2012 or one of those years, he ends up as a free agent with you know getting big bucks with the, with the Seahawks, Russell Wilson comes into town. Russell Wilson wasn't even supposed to win that job. Give mm. Pete Carroll credit for having the presence. Right, right, right. And, and and listen, I listen. I will tell you. You go back seven years, eight years. Russell Wilson was feared. Uh, defensive coordinators knew that they had to prepare two game plans for Russell Wilson: one for the scheme that Seattle ran, and two. For when the play broke down and Russell Wilson was able to improvise, move his feet, and allow his receivers to sight adjust their routes. That's a fact. And he was highly effective. And truthfully, if you saw Denver play this year, he was slightly stifled under Sean Payton's scheme. Whenever he had the opportunity to get off schedule, he was actually a little bit more effective. But, you know, again, teams adjust. This didn't work out from the beginning, I think, because there was some rift. Maybe that's not the right word. But I would just say this. I don't think Sean Payton and Russell Wilson were ever simpatico. You know, Bertie, if if um, if, if, Parz, or Parzels, if Belichick was going to stay in New England, I would think he'd go after somebody like Russell Wilson. I could see that a, a, a pretty good matchup, you know? <laughs> well, say that again. I'm sorry. I mean, if, if Belichick was going to stay in New England, oh, I could oh, see him oh, wanting oh. somebody like Russell Wilson. I apologize. Uh well, Belichick's not going to stay in New England, and yeah, I don't, not, know, yeah, I don't, I don't think, think he'd so. want Russell Wilson. That'd be a, that'd be a tough press conference to sell. He's better than that right I, now. Yeah, that's that's for sure. Well, I'm not as down on Mac Jones as some people, but that that that's another situation that hasn't worked out. I think you, we, look, we both have seen enough to know that a lot of times where you end up and how that fit. Is, is prosecuted can greatly determine how your career goes. Right? Yeah, this segment brought to you by Progressive Insurance. By the way, Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, your RV, your boat, your ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Uh, believe me, there's so many more things about this Russell Wilson situation. Let's get the insight. Coming up next, it's going to be Benjamin Albright from KOA up there in Denver, Colorado. NFL insider. He knows it all up there. He's going to tell us what he knows. By the way, you know winters here in L.A. You get a bunch of rain out there. Here in Vermont, we get that wintry mix of sleet and slush, snow. We get the ice and all that. But whatever winter means to you, uh, you got to go to Tire Rack because Tire Rack has just about everything to help you with your drive. All season tires, all weather tires, dedicated for winter. They help you throughout all that. Go to Tire Rack. Com. Use the tire decision guide to get that personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, where, and you drive. Choose from full line of general tires, shipped fast and free to you, or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years. How about that? Mobile tire installations available in many areas. Have you heard about this? They bring new tires to you at home or work and install them on site. It's a game changer. So go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their general test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're experts. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. 
Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare all right good evening everyone of course bernie fratto already span you're in for the guys jason smith and his best friend mike carmen on this wednesday so much to get to, so let's get right to our guest. He's an NFL Broncos insider. You could tweet him at Albright NFL. That's Albright NFL. It's our buddy Benjamin Albright. Benjamin, when you when you first heard this, is it did it catch you by surprise, or this is something that you guys expected in the media uh, for the last couple of weeks? You tell me. Yeah, we kind of knew it was coming. Uh, I'd been rumored, and and you know, once they were out of contention, although they're not officially eliminated, that was that was kind of the direction that that thing was headed. Um, so it really it really wasn't a surprise. I mean, there'd been some acrimony dating back to when they beat Kansas City. Uh, they'd asked Russ to defer the, uh, the the guaranteed money for injuries in his contract the next year, and then Russell wasn't willing to do that. I mean, you know, no no sane player would be, and and so you know, it's just kind of been sort of an acrimonious thing that as Russell Wilson continued to win. And in spite of what Sean Payton was having him run, um, you know, it just the, the situation has devolved, and now they're at the point where they're just gonna, you know, they're gonna do that and move on. So Benjamin, I feel like this book's missing a chapter. Wilson has not been horrible. Twenty-six touchdowns and interceptions. I'm not taking sides, and I'm not defending Russell Wilson. But when I watched the Broncos play, it seemed like Wilson was actually stifled under Payton's offense. It was slightly better when he had the opportunity to work off schedule. What are your thoughts? 
Uh, that's exactly it. Uh, this this team was winning because the defense was generating turnovers, and Russell Wilson was creating off schedule. Um, you know, late in the game, they would switch from running whatever this this archaic stuff that Sean Payton was trying to run to running what Russell Wilson could do, playing at a bit of tempo, and he would go out there and thrive. And uh, it, it's it's obvious. I mean, Russell Wilson's seventh in the NFL in passer rating, second in touchdown percentage. He's got he's tied with Mahomes and Tua for touchdown passes, and has fewer interceptions in both of them. Uh, and and all that inside a, an incredibly vanilla offense between three quarters that, uh, that that Sean Payton would run on first, run on second, and then have Russell Wilson try either a naked boot or some kind of weird screenplay uh, on third down. It wouldn't work, and they'd punt. And then, you know, then they'd beg Russell Wilson to bail him out in the fourth quarter, and he did it. So, you know, I, I my dissatisfaction with Sean Payton's play calling and what he's brought to the table so far is, is widely known. Uh, the fact that they kind of railroaded Russ here to, you know, to get Sean Payton's guy in, is, it, it bothers me in a sense because – what we're saying is we, we had a, a, a shot at the playoffs, and you, you blew it. You biffed it against the New England Patriots, one of the worst teams in football, because your ego got in the way, and you want your guy in here next year. What are, uh, or what are Bronco fans feeling right now? Are they like, okay, it's time to move on, this is okay with us, or do they, are they upset about what's happening because he's going to be gone? I think it's pretty split down the middle. I think you have people that are like that understand that Russ has limitations, and he's not, you know, he's not Peyton Manning. I mean, but he's, he's got limitations. But if you you put him in the very specific thing that he does well, he'll thrive. Uh, and then you've got the other side of the house that Sean Payton can't do anything wrong. It doesn't matter what it is, um, you know, that they're they're always going to be on Sean Payton's side. And, uh, and so they're like, oh, this is great. We're going to get uh, Jarrett Stidham. And I, I'm, this is one of those things where I'm not sure the grass is greener. I mean, you you you, you sit there at the podium, you tell me you want a football spark here, you need a spark for the offense, and so you turn to a guy whose career touchdown interception is six touchdowns, seven picks, 58% completion percentage, has never won a game? Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not sure I'm buying that one. So a quick one, Benjamin. Would they have made this move had Denver beaten New England last Sunday night? I don't believe they would have. I think if they were still in the thick of contention, I mean, theoretically, they're still alive. They need a lot of things to break their way, and they've got to win out. But I think if they were in the thick of contention, which they would be if they'd won, I don't believe they would have made this move. All right. Well, where, where does where do they turn to next now? Where, do they look in the draft? Do they try to move up? Do they try to take a second tier? Do they not uh, get Williams and May, but they try to go for somebody else? Do they maybe go after Fields? Do they go for a veteran? Where do they go? Well, it won't be Justin Fields, I'll tell you that. Um, beyond beyond that, I mean, they're not going to be picking high enough to get any of the big three in the draft. I mean, Williams and uh, uh, May and, and Jaden Daniels, all three of those guys are going to be gone like top five. They won't be close to that. They'll be drafting somewhere at 16 to 20. Um, and so at that point in time, you're hoping for, what, Michael Penix, Bo, Bo Nix, uh, J.J. McCarthy, something like that. Um, and, and I don't know that that's a really inspiring move. They don't have a second-round draft pick because they traded for uh, uh, they traded it for Sean Payton uh, along with that first rounder. So they don't they don't even have the draft pick there. And then the, the salary cap implications of moving Russ, uh, even with a post June one designation, hamstrings them for what they can do there. So uh, you, you need a, a cheap quarterback uh, if you're going veteran. It's going to have to be super cheap, under twenty million, and or you're going to have to have a rookie. So I, I'm again, I'm not sure the grass is greener on this thing. Benjamin, last one real quickly. Like I said earlier, I think this book's missing a chapter. It feels like from the jump that Russell Wilson and Sean Payton were never simpatico. Was there some sort of personality issue between them? Was there just some sort of uncomfortable vibe between them? Because it sure looked evident on the sidelines. 
I, I mean, I think there is. Yeah, I mean, Russ, Russ wanted Sean Payton, and Sean Payton didn't want Russ. I mean, that's 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 the cold hard truth of it. Uh, Sean went out there and said all the things, but he he didn't want anything to do with Russ, and he knew when he signed on, part of the deal was that we could get out from under Russ after one season. So uh, he's he's getting his wish. Um, you know, Sean Payton has always been kind of a, a bit of a control freak, and he's going to do things his way, and that's the way it's going to be here as well. Um, you know, it, it, I think the other part of this is Russ. Just again, he's he's got a very specific skill set. You've got a you've got a head coach who wants to run an entire offense, eleven to nineteen yards down the field between the numbers, and then you've got a quarterback who does everything outside the numbers and and, and is off script. And, and it just was a marriage doomed to fail from the get go. Last thing, Benjamin, where or what is next for Russell Wilson? What what's next for him? Well, I don't think he's done. I mean, I, somebody will take a chance on him and use him as a bridge quarterback. He's certainly not going to get the money he got, you know, out of Denver. The big money days are over the $50 million contracts. But there's got to be a team out there that will take a shot on him next year, whether that's Atlanta or New Orleans or, uh, you know, somebody like that that could use a bridge quarterback, uh, you know, Washington. It just depends, I think, on, on what head coach lands there and what they're willing to put up with in terms of their offense not being a scheduled-based offense. Yeah. Well, look, Benjamin, I know you're busy. We really do appreciate it. I know a lot's going on in Denver, Colorado. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, your Twitter address, if anybody wants to get a hold of you, is at, or, uh, at Albright NFL. That's Albright NFL. Thank you, Benjamin. We'll catch up with you later on. Absolutely. Take care. Take care. Benjamin Albright, everybody. Remember, that's at Albright NFL. NFL Broncos Insider. Lots going on in Denver. So appreciate Benjamin stopping on by. I want to come back. I want to talk to Bernie. What's wrong with the Kansas City Chiefs? And there's probably a lot Bernie has to say about that. We'll get to that coming up next. First, though, our first check-in. See what's trending tonight with our buddy Kevin Wired. What's going on, KW? Yeah, of course, uh, the story of the day, Russell Wilson and him getting benched in favor of Jared Stidham for the final two games of the season. Diana Rossini with an update a couple hours ago, and she said that Wilson is expecting to be cut by the team in March and that for the past two months, he has been starting knowing the organization was most likely going to move on from him after this season. The Broncos did reach out to Wilson's representatives in late October and explain that Wilson would lose a starting job and be made inactive for the rest of the season if he did not defer the injury guarantee trigger date that he has for 2025. Uh, his $37 million salary for 2025 will vest in March of this upcoming year and becomes fully guaranteed if he becomes injured and can't pass a physical. Now, lawyers, including some with the NFL Players Association, got involved, but no changes were made to the contract. The Broncos never did tell Wilson if and when they would bench him. He just played until he was informed he wasn't starting this month morning. As for other quarterback news in the NFL, Giants coach Brian Dable saying that it'll be Terod Taylor getting the start for the Rams this Sunday and Commanders coach Ron Rivera saying Jacoby Brissett getting the nod against the 49ers. C.J. Stroud still in concussion protocol but he was a limited practice Limited participant in practice today for the Houston Texans and Jags quarterback Trevor Lawrence uh, did not practice today because of a right shoulder injury. 49ers bolstering their defensive line, signing Sebastian Joseph Day. Florida State star wide receiver Keon Coleman has announced that he will enter the NFL draft. And uh, the Packers suspended cornerback Jair Alexander for probably one of the more boneheaded uh, (laughs) things I've seen in a game in some time. Where he was not listed as one of the captains, yet decided to go to midfield for the coin toss anyway 
yelled out defense, and the official thankfully gave him a chance, or his teammates at least a chance to clarify, no, we don't want defense, we want to defer, because defense doesn't actually mean you're deferring. They would have just gone on defense and then had to kick off the second half. Knucklehead. So the Packers at least making a statement to Alexander saying that's not okay. One, you got to be a captain to be out there, and two, know the difference between defer and defense, at least when it it comes to a coin toss. So uh, he will be out for their matchup, a big matchup too, uh, with the Minnesota Vikings this coming Sunday. So uh, ugh, uh, not good for Jair Alexander. The Nuggets announcing forward Aaron Gordon away from the team indefinitely after suffering lacerations to his face and hand from dog bites on Christmas Day. The NBA approved the sale of controlling interest in the Mavericks from Mark Cuban to families of Miriam Adelson and Savon and Patrick Dumont. We do have a couple of college bowl games going on right now. USC and number 15 Louisville in the Holiday Bowl. They've reached the end of the third quarter in San Diego with the Trojans leading it 35-21. That, can, that game can be seen over on Fox. And in the Texas Bowl, they've reached halftime in Houston. Number 20, Oklahoma State leading Texas A&M 24-6. Back to you guys. Alright, thanks a lot, Kevin. Appreciate that. Of course, Bernie Fratto, Arnie Spanier in for the guys. Uh, Jason Smith and his best friend, Mike Harmon, on this Wednesday. Hope everybody's enjoying the holidays out there. Uh, by the way, thanks to Benjamin Albright for stopping on by. Uh, by the way, Bernie, are you watching? I'm I'm finally starting to get into the bowl games a little bit, starting with this uh, with this USC game. Are you you into this USC game, or are you just waiting? Yeah, for the all of a sudden, Miller Moss is a household name. Throws four <laughs> touchdown passes. And, I saw that. in the first half break, break up the Trojans. Right when it doesn't yeah. matter, they're pretty good. They're even playing defense tonight. You know, I, I want you to know something. Chris Plank, my normal partner on Sunday. Yeah, I love Plank. He's not missed a day pretty much in twelve years. He is going to miss Sunday's show. He's telling me because his wife wants him to go out for New Year's. Isn't it funny? It just happens to be after the Arizona-Oklahoma game, the first show back after Arizona-Oklahoma in the bowl game. Because we all know Arizona is going to get a pound there, Bernie. Slow down there, fella. I don't get involved in domestic violence or anything of that nature. You know, I, I just got word though that uh, Cal Ripken will be sitting in with uh, with you for for Chris Plank since Plank win twelve years. Oh uh, yeah, exactly. All right. Um, I want to talk about yeah. as we wrap up uh, week sixteen. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs lost to the Raiders. It's one thing to lose to the Raiders, and they, I brought this up on Sunday or Monday. I don't even know what day it was um, or yesterday. <laughs> but uh, um, it's, it's one thing to lose to the Raiders. It's another thing to lose to a team that doesn't complete a pass in the second, third, and fourth quarters that have zero passing yards after the first. When you're playing at home, when you have so much on the line going on for you, playing against a team that has nothing going for themselves right now against a rookie quarterback, and you play like this, it is not okay. There's some serious, serious problems with the Kansas City Chiefs, and I don't think people start to really see this. I think there's like, just let's wait for the playoffs. Once we get into the playoffs, everything's going to be okay. Not this year, my friend. Wake up, Dorothy. Annie M is calling. I I don't think it's good right now, and there's there's major problems out there in Kansas City. Well, and in spite of it all, I expect him to finish up uh, 11-6, and six, and they'll still win the AFC West. But you can't deny uh, the implication or, or, you know, trust your eyes. They'll tell you a lot. And it goes back, ironically, it was the Denver Broncos that sort of started the Chiefs' slide a couple months ago. They beat them 24-9 in Denver. And since then, Kansas City's only 3-5. and five. And in that stretch, uh, you know... Uh, 
They beat the Raiders in Las Vegas week 12. That was the only time in the last eight weeks they've scored 30 points. So clearly, the Chiefs offense is a shell of what it used to be. And they can't win games on reputation anymore. And I think there's some concern. This will be the first year Patrick Mahomes will have to actually have to go on the road and win a playoff game. That's Looks right. Like yeah. Looks like they get one home uh, playoff game. And I think I got this scoped out. If the if the season were to end today, they would actually host Buffalo. They would be the three seed. They would host Buffalo as a six seed. But you don't want to look too far ahead. Look, uh, I think we have to be truthful here, uh, Arnie. Uh, I realize that week one, Kadarius Tony dropped a pass that would have put him in field goal range. They might have beaten the Lions. You saw what he did a couple of weeks ago, lining yeah. up offsides. Those are two victories, probably, that could have been. But if ifs and buts were, were candy and nuts, you'd all have a Merry Christmas there in Burlington. Here's where I'm going with this. Patrick Mahomes might need to look in the mirror because he has not played anywhere near his normal standards. And now you can only blame the supporting cast too much. Uh, well, I was gonna a, ask, well, I was going to ask you, is it how much are you putting on Mahomes? How much 50%. are you putting on? And then what about Kelsey? And then what about Andy Reid? Well, again, 25, they're they're a victim of their own success, too, Arnie. Let's face it. The Chiefs have been the standard, and they're going to win their division for, what, the seventh year in a row, for crying out loud. So whatever the case may be. But compared to what they used to look like, they're a shell, and it's not just Tyreek Hill, because they didn't have Tyreek Hill last year, and they still won the Super Bowl. And actually, defensively, you know, maybe they're better than we realize. I realize it was the Raiders. They lose the game. Offensively, they have two terrible turnovers, but the Raiders don't even complete a pass. I'm just all over the place here. What I'm trying to say is this. I believe that more than people want to admit, Patrick Mahomes is dropped a notch. Not that he can't get it back. Okay, he's gone from one of the most aggressive downfield throwers, and he was not only at – he was like Terry Bradshaw back in the day. They could just throw that deep ball with field of Lynn Swan and and John Stallworth. It was a thing of beauty. Mahomes has that. He's got a bazooka arm. He's, he checks every box. He's been relegated to a dink and dunk passer. Why? And part of it is he's made some bad decisions. I mean, his stats are not great. You heard what Albright said. I mean, uh, we even talked about that before, that Russell Wilson's stats are better. And, you know, they keep they keep statistics on uh, on turnover-type plays versus versus explosive plays, and Mahomes has less explosive plays than turnover-type plays. And, you know, there's so many metrics in football, you start to lose your mind. But you go back five years ago, his average depth of target was just under 10 yards. That was seventh highest in the league. And he led the league that year with 75 completions and more than 20 yards. That's gone. What, what, what they're, also they're, is gone is Eric Bieniemy. What about that? How much is he You know what? You, 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 uh, fair, I think that's an absolute part of this conversation. From what I know about Eric Bieniemy, he's a man about details, and the, the and this chart, uh, this uh, Chiefs offense has very much lacked defense. Bernie, he could go back for the playoffs once the if Washington gets eliminated. Once the season ends, he could go back for the playoffs if they want to Kansas City. Yeah, I think you got a better chance of uh, Led Zeppelin re-recording the Gilligan's Island theme song and selling a million copies. No, 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 no. I, I, be, being serious, there was talk that, that you know sometimes they hire people just for the playoffs. That ain't happen. Right? Yeah. I, 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 I hate I, that. Yeah. I, well, I think I think the enemy should be interviewed for multiple uh, head coaching jobs this year because when you consider that other fourteen uh, teams that are currently in the playoffs, the vast majority are offensive-minded 
coaches, Bienemy's an offensive minded guy and he does have a resume. And you can say, well, yeah, he had Mahomes and players. Well, yeah, you have to have, you know, Joe Montana had Jerry Rice, right? Hello, is this thing on? You got to have offensive skill. But Bienemy, I think, was a man about his details, a man about discipline, and he was a good fit there. I don't, th- I don't see him going back to Kansas City. I, I, I mean, I won't, look, I won't rule anything out, Arnie. I mean, yeah. Bob Euchre once hit a home run off Sandy Koufax. <laughs> so if you want to, we want to get silly here on a, on a Wednesday night. But the Chiefs. No, I thought have, he could go back just for like the playoffs. You understand what I'm saying there? Like, you know, get what's hired the, what's for, his, Well, what, what is the nature of his contract no, with the Redskins? No, but just like as a consultant. You know what I mean? They consult. Wouldn't that be stuff. a conflict of interest? I don't know. Not once they're done with the season. I saw actually there was a story about that, which I, I, I brought up on the air the other day. And, and, and Chris are like, I, I hate that. I, I don't think it should be allowed. And um, we were actually talking about that. But we'll, we'll see if he does. But um, if Washington gets eliminated, if he's going to be allowed. By the way, uh, this is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a monthly policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Is everything okay now in Philadelphia? We'll talk about that when we get back right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare all right we're live at the tyrac.com studios he's bernie fratto i'm arnie spaniel right here on this wednesday 27th day of december sitting in for the guys jason smith and his best friend mike Harmon. So much going on this week. My goodness. I see Harmon on Twitter. He's chomping at the bit to get back on the air. Can't wait to go ahead and get back on with all this news happening out there. Bernie, we're talking about Philadelphia. The Eagles, they beat the Giants. Before that, they had lost three games in a row. Is everything now okay in Philadelphia? Everybody's happy? Things are okay? They're going to the Super Bowl? Or there's still concerns here because they didn't do a great job against the Giants? I didn't think they were going to lose, but the Giants had crawled to within three points. They only won by eight. Is everything okay in Philadelphia? Or are things just as bad in Philly like they are in Kansas City? Well, it's ironic again. There's good news and there's other news. They're 11-4. and 
tie for the best record in the NFC, right? Uh, you, you just mentioned the blowout losses to the Niners and Cowboys and they lost to the Seahawks. That changed the narrative about, well, how good are the Eagles? Everybody forgets they lost in the Super Bowl last year, and the NFL has a pretty replete history on Super Bowl losers and how will they fare the following season. And frankly, the Eagles have exceeded that, and if we're being honest, they've still won 28 of their last 34 games with Jalen Hurts as their starting right. quarterback. So they're right. not a bad football team. However, if you watch him on film, there are significant areas of concern. Number one, they cannot run the football. They're running the same offense that they ran last year, but in the past two seasons, they were the number one running team in the NFL. This year, they ranked 27th. That's not good. They run more shotgun. You've got teams lining up in the box. Oftentimes, you'll see teams with eight men in the box, and when the opposing teams line up eight men in the box, guess what? The Eagles are 29th. They average one and a half yards per carry. That presents a problem because that forces the Eagles to throw the ball, and Jalen Hurts is turning the ball over far more than he ever has in the past. And part of it is the Eagles are predictable to defend. There's only three guys they go to, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, and Dallas Goddard. On the defensive side of the ball, Arnie, their secondary against opposing quarterbacks is one of the worst in the National Football League. Their pass defense has allowed quarterbacks to complete like 66% of their passes, wow. 29 touchdowns, only six interceptions. They have a cumulative, teams have a cumulative 99 passer rating. Only the Washington Commanders have allowed more touchdown passes than the Eagles. So that's an issue. Now, why is that an issue? Because their pass rush isn't productive. They had a historic pass rush last season. You knew they were, you know, they had an all time year. They were going to replicate that. But this group has not been productive. 21st in the league in sack rate, and that's not good. They're also fourth in – let's just put it this way. They're not getting to the quarterback, which is putting pressure on their secondary. They're not running the ball, which is putting pressure on their passing attack, and Jalen Hurts is turning the ball over too much. They're going to have to fix these things. It feels like when the Eagles get to the playoffs, and again, if the season ended today, yeah. the Eagles would host the Seahawks. That's not an easy out. No, that is gonna... not an easy out. It would not surprise me if this if the Eagles were one and done in the playoffs. I'm wow. not predicting it, but well, look at this. The would you rather be Philadelphia right now or San Francisco coming off that miserable loss? It'll be San Francisco. They're going to have their number. You know, they lost a game for crying out loud. Everybody's losing their mind. They did. Everybody is losing their mind on that, Bernie. It must have been the Super Bowl. Well, uh, we've talked about this. Uh, it's a week to week league. Yes. Every yes. every week, you know, teams. Look, the exact opposite. Here's the bottom line. You ask me who I'd rather be, much rather be the 49ers. They don't have any problems. They got beat by a hungrier team Sunday night. Clobber, brought it all clobber. together. Yeah, got clobbered. clobbered. G- okay. Give it up to them. Final thought on the 49ers. Someone's going to go have to go into San Francisco and beat them, and I don't know who can do that. Not Philadelphia? You don't think it's Philadelphia? Nope, not, not, not this version. And the Cowboys can't. I don't think the Lions can. I don't think the Rams can. Name a team. I think I'd much rather be the Niners. All right. Wow. Hour one in the books just just flew on by. All right. Let's everybody take a breath. I want to run upstairs and get a piece of cheesecake. So, um, I so I'm not so crack. <laughs> Got to get a piece of cheesecake in there. We'll, we'll come back. Uh, we'll start looking at the big games of week seventeen. Reset Russell Wilson a little bit. Got some guests this hour. All that coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.